Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Now, I begin the show today with... A simply remarkable woman. We met her first back in 2018 in the context of cervical cancer because she was diagnosed in December 2018. And then great news, having gone the journey, she got the all clear last summer in June 2019. And she's the lady behind a brilliant blog called Cervical Cancer is a Bitch. And it certainly is a bitch. And we're going to find out now from the wonderful Eileen Rush. Eileen, hello. Hi, how are you, Gary? I'm really good today. Eileen, I'm really sorry to hear this news. Your cancer is back. Yes, um, I found out um, last Tuesday. It's back and it's, um, well, it's terminal. <laughs> oh, my word. I, I don't know what to say to you, Eileen. I, I'm, not, I'm sure I have no words to say to you, Eileen. I have nothing. Honestly, I'm just, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken for you, Eileen. I know, it is um, also sad. <laughs> so tell us what's happened, because you got the all clear, uh, and they were keeping an eye on you, were they, Eileen? Well, yeah, for, for two years post um, all clear cervical cancer patients are monitored every three months. Um, I was scanned in January and I was all clear. And then about, well, it was exactly an hour, nine weeks ago, I was actually went on the beach with my son and our two dogs and the dog ran off and I actually couldn't catch my breath to call him. So I went to the GP that day and I actually went straight in to see them then and there. Mm. And they sent me into the Lourdes and I was x-rayed and um, then I was sent up to the matter. Um, it was a bit of a, it was eight weeks now over the period of being x-rayed and then I was CT'd and then I did what they call an EBUS where they put a camera down and take biopsies from your lung area. And then I just got called up last Tuesday and it's this, it's not lung cancer, it's the cervical cancer has spread to the lungs and the lymph nodes. And yet, only a short time ago, you were checked and everything was clear. Oh, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an aggressive form, they say. So they have me set to start chemo tomorrow. Um, I'm on two types of chemo drugs. And there's this, it's a relatively new drug that tries to seek out the tumour and stop the blood supply so it doesn't grow. So mm. 
Um, I mean, medicine's changing all the time, and I'm definitely hopeful for as long as I can get. But um, the answer, like in terms of how long, the doctors just don't know. So my cancer and my body could react really well to the drugs on offer, or they could not. Um, so I'll get chemo from now till Christmas, and then they will scan me. And a good scenario is it's working, a bad scenario is it won't. And then they'll be looking for a drug trial for me. It must have come as an awful shock when you had made so much progress. Do you know, I'd like to say it was a shock, but I think I kind of had a niggling feeling. And even last year, I remember talking to my cousin who's recovered from cancer and just saying that I didn't get the feeling it was gone. But I had had several scans and there was nothing showing up. It's not like anyone missed anything. It's just, and I, and I think, um, I don't know for men, but I think women have a lot of intuition when it comes to their body. And I think I knew, and a lot, like, there was nothing that could have been done. And I don't think even it being found any earlier wouldn't, wouldn't have made a whole lot of difference because a reoccurrence is, of this type is, is going to be this route no matter what, do you know? Hmm. You're not on speakerphone there, are you, Timmy? No, I'm not. No, no, all right, it's okay. No, it's just coming and going slightly there. No, no, just keep chatting away there to me. Sometimes it, it happens with the mobile signal. Look, you you go in for the... When do, you, when do you start this treatment? Is it tomorrow? Yeah, quarter to eight tomorrow in the Master Hospital. And and what has the oncologist said to you? That, um, well, I did say how long, and they're saying they're hoping not... They, they're hoping it's not weeks, and... They're going to do everything they can to, like, you know, people can live years with terminal cancer or not. And there's no real way at this stage to gauge where I am in that because they just don't know how the cancer or the body will react, you know. So I'm hoping that it does react well and that it will give me as much time as I can get. Please, God, this is the outcome for you. And I pray and I'm sure everybody listening today and I know all the wonderful friends you have, your close family, everybody is. If you ever had people rooting for you, you understand this, Eileen. We're all yeah. right there with you. There's, yeah, there's candles up and down the country lit for me, so hopefully. Yeah. Please. So sorry. Oh, please. <laughs> I just get a little upset. Oh, upset. Doing really well. <laughs> Cry. Do what you want. Good God, woman, like... That's what I say to my, my family, like, just let it out. There's no prizes for not crying, so... <laughs> None at all. I don't know how you even... How do you get up in the mornings and get dressed and get well, going? simple answer is I have a 13-year-old, so as long as I'm here, I want him to remember me this way, do you know? Seamus, mm-hmm. he's a lovely boy, isn't he? And it's his birthday <laughs> next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, his birthday is Wednesday week. He's 14, so we're open to all going well with this lockdown, hoping to have a party on Saturday for him. Well, a party, he's 14, so you're talking about six months over to play Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. And please God, the regulations yeah. a- a- allow that to happen. He's your only son and he lost his dad. Suddenly, I remember, uh, you know, John in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, John died in the sleep of an epileptic fit. It was just one of these things. He was um, 32. So, yeah, he's 14 and he's lost his dad, watched his man battle cancer, and now 
he's just too old not to know everything. So even he told us there, he Googled the fund uh, raiser and found it, and then I'm sure you can see any amount of articles. So it's kind of hard because I really am keen to push home the need for people to get their children vaccinated and um, smears, but then I am conscious of Seamus being of an age now where he can be well able to find anything he kind of wants online, more so than me, I'd say, you know. Yeah, I was reading your latest... uh blog uh, mm-hmm. c- cervical cancer is a bitch uh, folks take a look at this this wonderful woman and you you are there hammering home the message again get the HPV vaccine have your smear test done bowel checks mammograms colonoscopies mm-hmm. boys have your bits and pieces checked as well here you are just thinking of others well I think you know Ireland isn't perfect but literally nowhere in the world is and it's very easy for people to say here there and everywhere we have so many wonderful screening programs and i'm not for one second saying they're perfect but they exist and they detect these cancers so it's it's not good enough to blame the government or blame the hse every individual an adult should look at their own selves and be aware and be going to their GPs with niggly feelings. And, you know, at the moment, I know the GPs are saying that they are conscious of people not visiting and the numbers are down. And I'd be conscious in a couple of years is there going to be a spike of people that have these cramps or have the feelings and aren't going to the GPs. I know it's not as easy to get into many GPs, but you still can. And the cancer screening programs are like definitely operating at lower numbers, but for people with certain symptoms and reach certain categories, they are being seen. So I think that, you know, the system is there. It, the, the screening program worked for me. It wasn't perfect. It took maybe a bit longer, but it did find the cancer. So like, you know, who knows if I would be still here without it. Um, and then in terms of the HPV vaccine, I, I'm not... A, scientist, I'm not a doctor and I'm aware people have said they have children who've experienced bad side effects and I'm not taking that away from them. I know as a child, uh, having a child I'd like to protect them but the simple fact is had I had a HPV vaccine in secondary school I wouldn't be dying so I just don't know what other reason people need so if your child's tired for a few weeks or a few months and they never get cervical cancer related to HPV, I just think that's a good enough reason to do it myself. It certainly is. No greater reason. Tell me about Seamus. He's 14, as you said, on Wednesday week, party this coming weekend. Yeah. Is he fully in the loop with your situation? Yeah, I told him the day I found out. He's just too old. You know, he's not a child. Um, He's a child, but he's not a little kid. Um, He's in secondary school. Um, I will say St. Oliver's have been amazing. So I kept him off last week and at the minute he has some sniffles so I didn't send him in. Not anything COVID, but you have to be careful. So, yeah, he's fully aware. I know um, he was crying today and he doesn't want to cry in front of me, which, you know, that's harder. I'd rather he cried than he cried by himself. He's good and um, I have four wonderful siblings and my parents and 20-odd first cousins and aunts and uncles and... I'm surrounded by people that I know that will mind them. So, yeah, please, God, I'll be here for as long as I can be, you know. And you're actually, you're actually thinking in those terms, are you? Well, my family would tell you I'm 
I'm an awful practical person. Like I, I went to the hospital two months ago, and I was in the solicitor the following week, making sure they will and everything. And I just wouldn't want to see him not provided for as much as I can, you know. And um, I mean, I'm blessed. I I ha- got a council house when I had shame, but I don't own my own home. So there's certain things that aren't well. I'd like them to be, but he. I know he'll never ever want for anything, you know, with my family and my siblings my my poor sister is um, 21 weeks pregnant and she's bringing me up to the hospital and you know life is hard but then I'm so blessed to be surrounded by everybody you know do you know something yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> do you know something uh I give, I, I give out about things and we fret and worry about things in life and do you know something it's all for nothing I totally agree so at the minute I'm trying to enjoy myself where in between things and just really try and educate people um, I know I have seen people change their minds and get their children vaccinated and you know, this particular cancer I have can be got rid of in 10 years if everyone does what they need to do. So I just hope for the future and I hope that Seamus will look back and be proud of me when he's older, you know? He'll be so proud of you. And everybody is so proud of you, Eileen Rush. And I want to say this to you today, even though the dark clouds surround us at this moment yeah. in time, but they're... There is something I, I I know you love your walks and your walks with your dogs Ruby and Susie and you you yeah. can't do that at the moment and I know your lovely dad has stepped in to help out there and your newfound love that you've found in recent times gardening a great yeah. love of mine as well and you have those bulbs haven't you yeah <laughs> yeah well do you know what you'll do please do this for me plant those bulbs yeah. Because those bulbs will will push up through the soil and they'll bloom and they'll flower next year and they'll flower every year. Exactly, yeah. And hopefully I'll be here for a few springs. Yes, yes. You've got to, we've got to cling to every single bit of hope. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to, you've got to, young woman, because I have such admiration for you. Thank you, Jerry. Honestly. You didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> I'll tell you something. <laughs> I really mean this. Life is short for everybody. We're all in the line. Who knows? Today, tomorrow, the next day, age. Nothing is certain for any of us. Any of us at all. And I know we get, you know, drawn and sucked into the rat race that life can be. And But at the end of the day, you know this and... You know, we talk about the COVID at the minute and the economy and I know that's a big issue and everything. But, you know, there's only one precious thing. You get one life. Yeah, I totally agree. And I realise COVID is really hard for everybody. But I just think, um, and I think, unfortunately, a lot of people linked with the anti-mask and anti-government and somehow that has become anti-vaccine and it's growing unnecessarily and the two are not linked and I know it's not easy and people are losing their jobs I know people who've lost their jobs but 
you know, if the worst thing that happens to you, you have to hang out at home with your family and watch Netflix for a while and country goes to pot financially, it will always come back. I started college and we were promised the sea and the moon and the earth and we left in a reception and pretty much everyone I went to college with has picked up and is doing really well for themselves. So it's always a circle and I just think for the greater good of our older parents and our vulnerable people that if by, you know, keeping our distance, wearing our masks, that more people get to live longer, I just, I personally don't see the big deal. You are simply... Unbelievable! I want to say that to you, and I, I know Thank I'd, I, I'd, I'd heard your news some days back, and uh, Louise, as you know, has been talking to your producer, and uh, I was just, I'm so grateful to you that you've been brave enough to come on here on the airwaves today with me and tell your story and give your news. But I want to say again, in the care of the people you are at the moment, they are going to do everything they can for you with this chemo first and then perhaps a trial or whatever and all I'll say to you is you've come through this before big time yeah keep going Eileen keep the chin up you again are in all our prayers and thoughts and please the messages are flowing into me here as I speak folks if you have something to say (laughs) about this woman talk to me today please 086-1800-658 WhatsApp or text me or you can call in on 1857-15958 Eileen, we're with you all the way. God bless you, you and so mind you and good luck from tomorrow and take care of yourself. Thank you so much, Gary. Bye. Bye, Eileen. Bye-bye. Let's take a break. Oh, my God. Such a remarkable woman. I don't think I've ever, ever felt like this in all the years I've sat behind this microphone. Louise, um... We just didn't mention there when Eileen was on because she didn't want any mention of it. But she mentioned that, look, we mentioned it. She has no job now. Uh, she has no income. She, As she said there, she was delighted to receive the support of the local authority with a house for herself and her son. And you heard the worry she has there. Her friends have set up a GoFundMe page. Yeah, um, I know her work, Jerry. She was meant to do back with Irish Life um, this week or next week um, and they've been very good to her but her sister and her friends have set up a GoFundMe page just to alleviate any financial worries so that she can just concentrate on the fight that she has ahead of her and not have to worry about anything uh, bills or anything to do with um, you know her son or anything going forward so thankfully it's already reached over 17,000 Oh um, my it's very from wonderful. people by and far but um, please, if anybody wants to donate, the link is up on our LMFM Facebook page. Yeah, just go to the LMFM Facebook page and it's there. The link is there, folks. Look, we talk about GoFundMe in many circumstances for very worthy causes. To late lunch listeners today, if you have a euro at all. Let's help her. Help her. Please, please help Eileen and her son. It's And also maybe re- read her blog. Yes, read the blog. That's true. Go in and read the blog till you really get a feel for this woman and what she is. Cervical cancer is a bitch, is the blog. And it certainly is a bitch. The messages are just flowing into me here. What a brave lady. I wish her the very best of luck. Please, God, for her. Everything will work out, says a listener. Well, Jerry, that was so tough on you. What a beautiful lady. And you were so gracious with her. I'll keep her in my prayers, says Geraldine and Navin. Jerry, I'm on my way to church to light a candle and pray on my knees for that poor lady. 
Oh my God, says another list, and my heart is breaking. What a beautiful, courageous woman. Lots of love and best wishes from the depth of my heart. God bless you always. Jerry, that's just broken me listening to you. Eileen, I'm in tears, says Deirdre. Jerry, tell her I'll make the novena to St. Peregrine on her behalf. What an amazing woman, says another listener. Eileen is. I wish her all the strength in the world to deal with the awful disease she has. She is brave, inspirational and deserves nothing but our greatest admiration. We're all praying for her out here, says Nyla Navin. Praying our hearts out. And I'm sure Padre Pio, he never lets me down, will help us. They just go on and on. I could just keep reading here and non-stop. WhatsApp or text if you have something to say. 086-1800-658. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.